Hi, happy February, and welcome to the Dreamer's Manual podcast. If we haven't met yet, my name is Julie Calcote. I'm an online business manager, course creator, and podcaster. I focus on helping creative business owners strategize, streamline, and simplify their businesses and their lives so they have that freedom that they've always wanted. Today on the podcast, we have a retreat. We have a repeat guest, Becky Bruner. And the first time Becky came, she shared with us all about the power of connection for your virtual team, which as you guys know, especially if you're working in the online space, it's so important and it's so nuanced and different than working in a brick and mortar type of a business. So today we're diving in with Becky into an area that I really love and it's one of my values and that's authenticity. So we're talking about how to create connection and community in a way that feels good to you. And believe me, as someone who identifies as an introvert, I really peppered Becky with some questions about how does this work? Like how can you do this if you're an introvert? What will it look like? How might it be different? Those types of things. And in exciting news, Becky has a really amazing team connection subscription where every month she helps you take all the legwork out of connecting with your team. She has team connection prompts. She has a special Facebook group with monthly lives where you can ask questions. All of this is for a super reasonable price. And the links to find out more are in the show notes along with her freebie, which I believe is one month of team connection questions delivered straight to you. So I've had the pleasure of not only working with Becky for a number of years, but meeting her in person and getting to hang out more than once, which is no small feat when she's a Wisconsin girl at heart and I'm all the way in Alaska. But I know Becky as a value-driven, adventure-loving team culture strategist. She works with female-owned businesses and their teams to get them connecting on a level beyond just work in order to keep productivity high, relationships strong, and employees genuinely happy. You have to have a strategy that develops and nurtures positive team culture. Becky helps create that plan and strengthens your team culture which allows you to lead a team of motivated, connected, and happy employees and contractors without having the awkward, quote, feelings talk and confrontational meetings. You can follow Becky online. She has such an active and fun Instagram account at Choose Happy Assisting, or you can visit her website also at choosehappyassisting.com to schedule a discovery call or coffee chat today. And just as a reminder, any links you're looking for are available in the show notes. Some things we touch on in today's episode with Becky are how we see the trend of people wanting to be part of a community in 2023 and how to support that, tech tools you can use to support your team, how to evaluate your tech to make sure it's really working for your team, and then finding that common ground to create connection. So without further ado, here's Becky. Becky, I'm so excited to have you back for another episode of the Dreamers Manual podcast. I'm so excited. I love being with you and connecting and having a great conversation every time. This is such a treat. And I want to say for if you don't know, Becky did a podcast for us called The Power and Connection 
for your virtual team. And so I'm going to call that part one. So definitely, if you haven't checked it out, I highly recommend that you do so. And if you're coming there from this episode, because you're just binging all things Becky today, then welcome. So exciting. Now, Becky, if they haven't been introduced to you before, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do in the online space? Yes. So I'm Becky Bruner, Wisconsin girl born and raised, eat uh, my weight in cheese. And I spent a lot of time in the corporate space doing project management, communications and marketing. And the last few years doing project management and recently pivoted into team culture, coaching, consulting and training. And it is where I am my happiest. I am literally elated every single time that I connect with business owners, leaders, and coaches, talking to them about connection and community. It is totally my lifeblood. And so I love when I get find new DMs that someone's asking about it, or if I'm able to help someone uh, give a training or help them with one of my services, that's where I'm at. It's so much fun. And We're really lucky because I have gotten to see firsthand how you connect teams and create that community because we've been lucky enough to be able to work together. But for somebody who hasn't had that chance, and if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that we might be very different. Would you say you would identify as an extrovert? Because I definitely identify as an introvert. I'm more of an ambivert. I love to like be with people and have that time, but I can only what I call people just so much. And then I need to kind of come back and have some time at home and rest and just be by myself. So I'm kind of the middle ground. While I love kind of during my workday and connecting with people, like it lights me up, but I also kind of at the end of my day, need downtime to just be by myself and rest and rejuvenate. For sure. Now, that's why I love what we're talking about today, because you're going to share about how you can create this connection and community in your online business in a way that feels good to you, because we're nothing if we're not being authentic. It's not going to be lasting changes. It's not going to be effective changes. All that stuff comes from a place of authenticity, which I talk about and I know you talk about a lot. So first, can you just share with us how you go about communicating to business owners that they can have the connection with their team and it doesn't have to look a certain way? Yes, it's so important for anybody, whether they're a business owner, a leader, what have you, to realize that they can create connection and community in a way that feels good to them. Because if I'm going to tell you that you need to box your team three times a day and you need to do X, Y, and Z and you're an introvert, you're going to say, that just doesn't feel comfortable. Or you're going to try it for a while and feel burnt out and you're going to quit altogether. So I want to make sure that you find a way that feels good what works for you. And so we may try a few things. I may give you ideas that you're like, yep, this is the one. And no, that's just not something that I want to do. So I want to try to give you as many ideas as possible so that you can kind of pick and choose what feels good. You may want to Voxer once a week and give an update or connect with the team and that feels good. Maybe connecting in Slack feels great because you would rather type it out if maybe you're someone that's a little bit more introverted. You could write for days and type out all the things about who you are and what's going on. 
maybe if you are like really task oriented and your team loves to communicate in your project management tools, such as ClickUp, Asana, Basecamp, what have you, maybe that's where you do all of your communicating and that feels good. Just take a look at, at that list and say, what feels the best to me? And keep moving forward with that. If you come to a point in time, you're just like, I want a little bit more. I want to do more. I want to communicate somewhere else. Then start something else. But I always try to tell people to not try to do all the things at once. You're not going to try to communicate with every team member this week and collaborate with every team member and connect with every team member all at once. Because the team members are going to think you're nuts because why are you all of a sudden trying to do all these things? Like what's wrong? What's going on? So start slow so that it seems natural. Like I'm going to communicate a little bit. I'm going to connect a little more. We're going to maybe collaborate a little more during um, before a meeting, during a meeting, co-working, what have you. But let's not try to do all of it at once. So making baby steps in whatever you're doing so that you can move forward together. So let's start back a little bit at the beginning because I don't want business owners who are listening to think that they're behind because they haven't thought about these things or they don't have something in place because you know, and I know I've come on to I six figure businesses that didn't have any centralized communication. And so from my, like if I'm putting on my OBM hat a little bit, I'm thinking about centralizing team communication can mean two different things. So for example, I could bring a team into Slack and that's where we talk about ideas and things regarding projects where I want updates about specific tasks being in that project management tool. And maybe if they want having Voxer to be more brainstorming or team connection or something like that. So I think it would pay off. And I think what you suggest to people is thinking very strategically about how you want your communication to look in your business. Not that you can't change it, but that you want to have specific places where you want people to communicate and what you want them to communicate in those channels, because things can get very messy very quickly if we don't have a purpose for our communication and our channels. Hi friends, future Julie popping in with an extra special message. For those of you who don't know, I'm an online business manager, but I also get to support and mentor a group of absolutely incredible women in the OBM school community. If you haven't heard about the OBM school, Sarah Noked mentors, teaches, and trains in depth not only how to set up your business as an OBM, all those systems, marketing, sales calls, but deep dives into six different special areas that train you to be the absolute best online business manager that you can be. And a couple times a year, Sarah runs this free event called OBM Week. Now, OBM Week is actually only three days long, but we have so many people who come back time after time because it's such a valuable event. Like I said, it's completely free and it's just packed full of information. Day one is all about how to get started and land your perfect OBM clients. Day two, packaging and pricing your OBM services. And day three is how to find and work with those high-end OBM clients. Where are they hiding online? Now, as part of OBM week, it's also introducing people to the OBM school. And if you are ready and excited to join, you get $500 off, which is a whole chunk of change if you sign up before February 20th. So if you're interested in either one of these things, you can either use the link down below, 
or you can DM me on Instagram. I'm at Julie Calcote, C-A-L-C-O-T-E, OBM. And if you DM me the word OBM, I'll send you the link to OBM week. And if you DM me the link OBM code, I'll send you the code for $500 off. I really hope to see you there, but whatever you're doing in 2023, I'm here cheering on your absolute success. Now back to the show. Oh, 100%. And I try to always make sure whichever teams that I'm working with that if, say, for example, they're using Slack, that they have um, some specific places for some of the more personal conversations. You know, say they have a water cooler channel or a celebration channel or health and fitness, whatever that you would like to have some extra conversations about so that they're not getting mixed in when you talk about John Doe's you know, project that you're working on. And then it's hard to kind of figure out, you know, what you're supposed to be paying attention to because you don't want somebody to feel like they have to be on top of it all day long, answering any connection question or getting to know one another that they should be able to feel like they can do that when and if that they have time. And so I really tell people as well, the same thing with Voxer, kind of having a space that is just for that. So if you have a brainstorming channel, that's all work related to really keep that work related. Um, Because again, it can get confusing. People are trying to listen and, oh, there's a message about, you know, Johnny's baby rolled over, whatever, which is very exciting. But we just got done talking about, you know, Jane's project question, you know, whatever happened. So really just being cognizant of keeping those conversations separated so that there is less confusion amongst the team. Yeah, I would love for you to share because I think a mindset block I had in the beginning was probably because I'm introverted and I think a lot about energy and like how much energy are things going to take and that input and output. And also as uh, moms, we work with a lot of women who are have kids from every different age range. I try to think about being really careful and protective of those people's times and not making extra demands on their times. So I wonder if you could give us some reassurance or, or tell us your thoughts about asking your virtual team who are most likely probably contractors themselves, asking them to participate in these channels. Is it voluntary? Is it mandatory? What do you recommend teams do when they're first introducing this? Just tell us a little bit more about how what the nuance is when you're working in the online space. Yes, definitely in the online space when you have contractors, I really recommend that this is voluntary and that people are able to feel like they're able to comment on the questions or things that you're posting as they feel comfortable. I never want someone to feel like they have to share something that is not comfortable for them. Maybe that's not something they celebrate, maybe whatever that that it is. I I don't want anybody to feel uncomfortable. I also want to ease them in. Maybe after I kind of learn about some of their favorite things or learn a little bit about them in the onboarding phase, I'm going to ask a couple questions that I know that they are going to feel comfortable answering so that they and the team can kind of begin some conversation there if we haven't had a team meeting yet where they're able to kind of meet everyone. Uh, We want them to feel like they can get to know the team members, that they're able to make those small connections so that they can kind of meet each other where they're at and kind of meet at those common grounds. I may ask, like, what was your favorite, you know, how did you get to school growing up? Did you ride a bike? Did you ride a bus? Did you get a ride? You know, did you walk 10 miles uphill both ways? You know, the funny stories that people have is, and so just finding common ground on some of the basic things about people, or maybe it's, what are your favorite books? I've had 
incredible conversations with people from all walks of life based on that simple question. Maybe somebody loves to read the Wall Street Journal. Maybe somebody loves to read, you know, uh, nonfiction books or somebody likes to read romance novels and everything has its purpose and somebody else has something in common. And so it's really fun to create those connections just based on common things. What's your favorite flower? If you could pick any snack to eat for the rest of your life, what would it be? And sometimes it's funny. People are like, I would eat chocolate covered bonbons every day for the rest of my life. And everybody's like, no way. And just kind of create some laughter and fun within the team creates those connections going forward. Sure. And let's not leave out our very business-minded entrepreneurs because I wonder if some people are thinking, this sounds great, like Kumbaya, let's hold hands. I know my team member's favorite book, but how does this impact my business? Like what where is the benefit for my business or my clients or my company? Can you speak to that? Yeah. So definitely I've seen some major improvement in productivity and team retention. For example, the book question on one team, they started connecting. They all realized most of the team loved kind of some sci-fi books. Those people then started saying like, oh, like, let's have some co-working time. We can visit a little bit and then work on our projects. And they were able to start asking each other's questions more. So maybe I was working on a design project. I knew I could ask you a couple questions about that because I just learned that that's what you did on our team. We were able to get a design project done three days faster and get it to the client just because I felt comfortable asking you a question after we had connected on something very basic, which was books. So really helping with productivity, people feeling more comfortable to ask other team members, because like we said, a lot of times their contractors in the online space don't necessarily work together, knock, knock on somebody's door going into their office, finding ways for people to connect and feel comfortable working with each other on projects. Maybe they're able to message each other in Slack a little bit more like, hey, I just have a question. Oftentimes you'll, you'll hear about people they just didn't ask a question. They just spent all this time trying to figure it out themselves because they didn't feel comfortable going to somebody else because they didn't know them. A lot of times with retention, if people feel happy, secure, appreciated about where they work and who they're working with, they're more likely to stay when business owners kind of help them, business owners and the entire team for that example kind of connect on even some of the basic things and they don't have to do it all the time. I think some people think, oh, do I got to do it every day or do I got to do it how often here? It's how often that you want to make it. You could ask questions every Monday. I, for example, ask questions in a Voxer channel every Monday. People are able to answer them that day or any time that week whenever it feels comfortable to them or it works into their schedule. And then you can connect the next week. It doesn't have to be this over-consuming thing for you. For sure. And I think that leads nicely into what I see as a theme for 2023. And I have a feeling you're going to agree because I think after coming out of the pandemic, the disconnection, the separation, I've seen more than ever this year, people feeling not only comfortable, but confident and ready for that connection in 2023. I just did a series of interviews this morning for a client for a specific position. And every single person said, I want to work with a team. I want to have that connection. I want to have that community of support. That's really what they're looking for. Even if they have their other clients and they're still doing one-to-one client work, they want to be part of something. And 
I would love if you would talk about how this philosophy and these tools that you share and what you teach can also cross over to people who have courses and memberships. It feels like a mindset. So when you start building this community within your business, whether you have one team member or 10, that's going to also bleed over into your client work and what you're doing outside of your own business. One million percent. I literally have been hearing the same thing just from women in general in the business online business space, that they're just yearning for community. Where can they network? Where can they connect with other humans? What teams can they be a part of? Because I hear been hearing the same thing about connection. And in relation to kind of having that carry over into your community, whether you're a coach or have any sort of course or membership, is that people are yearning to have that feeling of connection with people that I have like mind. So maybe, for example, I'm working on mindset and I want to come into this space and have all of these incredible humans that are also working on the same thing. But I'm looking to you as someone that has this, this community. And I also want to feel like you care. You care that I'm here. I'm There's a reason. And you want to connect with us as well. And I know oftentimes you know, coaches and mentors can only communicate just so much, but what are you going to get them to keep coming back for? Why do I want to keep coming back to your community? Like, what are you doing? What are you bringing to that space to make people feel connected? Maybe you have a question each week that people come back to and they want to come see what that is. What's in, what's going to be in your space, whether you use, you know, Slack, Heartbeat, there's so many different communities now that, that, people are using to connect, but really creating that space where people want to be there, be together because they see that in you and and you've instilled that. And whether you started that from the beginning of your program or you feel like that's what you want to bring today, it's not too late. You can start bringing that connection to your community right now. Now, I know because I I like extra know because I am part of this, but you've created this really, really interesting tool that helps business owners because I think somebody could hear what you're saying and agree with every single thing you're saying and still say, that's great, but I don't know where to start. And, you know, starting something new is going to feel awkward. The first time you ask a question, let's say you're in Slack and you say, what is your favorite color? (laughs) It could feel like, oh, this is a little outside of my comfort zone, but can you share with us what you've created to support business owners with this connection piece in their business? Yes. So um, this year, this last year, I created the Team Connection Toolkit. So it is a kit that comes to your email inbox every single month with all of the things that you need to work on connection on your team. So there's 30 days of prompts that you're able to use either daily or on a weekly basis, whatever works for you. It also comes with appreciation ideas, ways to show appreciation on your team beyond the Christmas bonus or large gifts because it's so, so important to show appreciation. Team engagement ideas, so things to do before your team meetings or when you're getting together with your team, ways to get people talking, connecting before you're going to start the agenda. And then also a Facebook group where you can connect with other leaders that are all working together on trying to work on team connection. And you're there to kind of be able to support each other, ask questions see what other people are sharing. I do a Facebook Live once a month and every other month host a Zoom where I do one-on-one coaching 
with the people in this community where you can receive free coaching on what you're dealing with with your team and how you can work to whatever you want to work on moving forward. And so I absolutely love this community of women and all they have worked on over the this last year. And it's just fun to see how they've grown through this subscription. Absolutely. And one of the really fun things too, behind the scenes that I didn't think about before is that because you're so amazing with connection, of course you thought of this, but you bring together these business owners so then they can network and connect and you know not feel so alone in the space building and growing a business. Yes, it's it's fun to see their connection as well and you know seeing examples like that it doesn't have to be this huge overarching plan that you do. You can really start simple to create connection on your team. And uh, that's why I try to keep it really simple that anybody can use this toolkit. Anybody can jump in, copy and paste out of these documents that I provide for you and use them on a daily basis or however often you would like. Now, tell us, because I'm sure people are listening and they think this sounds like so much amazing content and tools and info. So you're talking about like coaching and a toolkit and all these different things that are coming every month. It's like brand new stuff every month. Can you share with us what the cost is for this monthly? Is it like $100? <laughs> it's a low cost of $27 a month. And why is because I want to be able to connect women, business owners, and their teams across the world. It's just so important to me. Connection is just literally what I'm passionate about. And I want business owners to be able to continue doing that. Um, I don't want to make it at a price point that people aren't able to afford. I want them to be able to create connection on their team at an affordable cost. I love that so much. And I know that's your heart. So, so how do people learn more and stay in touch with you? So they know when the doors to the community open, they know how to stay in touch with you what you're doing in the online space, where are they going to be able to connect with you? Yes. Uh, my favorite space is Instagram where they can find me at choose happy assisting. Otherwise you can visit my website at choosehappyassisting.com and either check out my freebie that has some free prompts for you to try with your team or join um, my wait list uh, for the team connection subscription, which comes out February 13th, 2023. So I'm super, super excited about that. And otherwise you can uh, schedule a meeting with me through my website. If you would like to chat more about how I can help. I love that. I always see you post these like coffee shots that you're doing and in full transparency, Maybe because I get it through interviewing, right? Because I'm interviewing people. So maybe they, hopefully I make them feel comfortable. Like it's a coffee chat, maybe not. But I love seeing your pictures and coffee chats because it's not something that's a regular part of my business. And I feel like I'm living through you as you get to meet and connect with these amazing women. Yes, this year I have met so many incredible women. And what I've found is that these incredible women have been like, you have to meet so and so and so and so and this year that's literally happened at most everyone that i've had and they're like oh my gosh you have to meet so and so and so and so you're just going to be perfect i know she's going to love you and so that's been really fun to just continue um the ripple effect of making connections and you know that's another thing that i teach in my business when i talk about appreciation is that it's a ripple effect and so seeing that same ripple effect when i've connected on these coffee chats has been super fun 
as we're wrapping up, I know we've covered a lot of things. Is there anything that's on your heart to share with people about connection or community, anything going into 2023? Because we're still at the beginning of the year. Like there's a lot of possibilities open to us. Yes. So a few different things. So if you are a business owner and you know, you just feel like something is missing. Maybe you don't even have a team yet. Find a business bestie. And I know that's not always easy, but start reaching out in the online space. Maybe there's a woman that you feel like you've watched for a while and on her Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and you're just like, hey, I would love to connect and learn more about you and your business and see how we could connect in the future. And just be brave and reach out. I know that's not always easy, um, but I've really found that creating those connections and relationships have helped me in my business tremendously, especially when you're in the online space. It can get very lonely. So those connections mean a lot. For those of you business owners that have a team, whether you have one person or 25 people, start small, make those connections, um, start asking some simple questions. If their birthday's coming up, give a shout out. Someone that hears about their birthday shout out will feel so special and they will continue, just like I said, the ripple effect of praise and appreciation um, when they hear those as well. And the same thing for community, really showing those that you are in in your sphere, whether community, uh, what have you, that the people in your life matter, uh, the people in your membership, the people in your course, what have you, those are the people that'll stay. Uh, And retention is key. It's way easier to keep people than find new ones. So enjoy that. Absolutely. And I'm just so grateful that you're here to share with us because definitely you're who I look to when I think about that connection and that community. And you're such an example to me because like you said, I think a lot of the things and I feel that appreciation, but like communicating it, sometimes there's like a, a gap and a barrier. So it's really helpful to follow along, um, to be part of your community and to have that reminder, because it's not that I don't feel those things. I just sometimes don't, they don't leave my mouth as often as they should, or my fingers on the keyboard. Yes, definitely. And and that's definitely why the toolkit is super helpful because it's just an easy toolkit right at your fingertips and you don't necessarily have to think about all the things that you could be asking. They're right there. Um, I also try to give some uh, extra prompts and things throughout the month to try to be mindful that not everybody celebrates the same holidays. Not everybody celebrates kind of some of the same things so that uh, there are options for you to share if you have people that celebrate different things on your team. So just being mindful of the people in your world um, so that you can support and celebrate them. I love it, especially as we're really in the online space more than anywhere else living in like a global economy. And so working with people all over the world, I could say we have definitely different holidays, different traditions and learning about those is amazing. And also being aware of like when not to ping them or message them because they're holidays that aren't celebrated, you know, where I'm living. It's, it's really important. Yes. And I think we can learn a lot as humans, just learning from other people and, and what they do and celebrate about the world around us. So it's been a, a fun adventure. Well, you guys know the deal. Everything is going to be in the show notes. So Becky's website, her Instagram, her freebie, the link to her community, the doors are opening February 13th and that's 2023. And if you miss it this time, if you just hop on her email list, follow her on Instagram, you're going to see the next time that she opens. And I have a sneaking suspicion that this isn't the last time you're going to be joining us here. So 
Thank you guys so much for supporting Becky and supporting us in this podcast. Becky, thank you so much for being a guest today. Thank you. It's always great to see you.